Hello, 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 and welcome to an all-new episode of Arcade Bros, episode 15, and we're coming to you live, not really, but recording now from the brand new studios, the awkwardly now, when I'm, I fucked it up, I'm <laughs> drunk already, and it's done, Socially Awkward Studios. That's how awkward it is, Socially, Socially awkward, awkward Studios. studios. So uh, I am Steve Mooney, your host, and my co-host, as always, uh, Kyle Mooney. That's me, here at the new studio, the Socially Awkward Studios. So how do you like it so far? So far, so good, except for that giant Sasquatch that won't leave us alone. Mm, yeah, he's going to get a name soon. He's Canadian. Yeah, just give him a little maple syrup. Maybe I'll say it. So I hope everybody had a good holiday season. I hope everybody's ready for this new uh, 2013 with all the great games that are going to be coming out. Uh, before we jump into all the new stuff, let's talk about something that did come out at the end of the year. I was able to finally pick one up. It was the a new Nintendo Wii U. Uh, I got the deluxe version. Uh, Kyle and I sat down for a little bit and played it. Uh, what do you think so far? Barbecue sauce. Actually, I think it was pretty good. It's uh, different than what I thought, and it's different than what I've seen in the stores. It was slick. It was user-friendly. It was very polite. And, uh, yeah, I was actually really impressed with it. I thought the hardware alone was very sleek. The quality of the games were seemed very crisp. Uh, tell us about the unpacking of such a dude. Device. Well, the unpacking was uh, good. Uh, basically, well, first off, when I went to pick it up, I love how uh, you can see. I actually have the box in the studio. I'm going to show Kyle. Whoa! So right on the side of the box, you pretty much have a list of everything the system comes with. From so here, I can tell uh, this that is it comes with a unit, a controller, a plug, another plug, another cord, an HDMI, a sensor, a tablet, a sandwich, and a game. So uh, okay, so on the side of the box, I got the deluxe, which is the 32-bit uh, deluxe set system. So you get a 32-bit system. It shows. Kyle said yes. It gets the new gamepad controller, uh, the two you know hookups, the HDMI cord. But what I love, it's on the side of the box. So I go to Best Buy. Uh, I pick it up. I go to checkout, and the guys are like, "All right, let me tell you what you're getting with it." <laughs> I'm like, "I can read, sir." Uh, but yeah, so first couple of games that I picked up for the system right now was Zombie Wii U. Uh, Super Mario Brothers U. Uh, Nintendo Land came with the system, and then there's also the new uh, Scribble Knots uh, uh, Ultimate, I believe. And uh, all the games so far are very crisp, clean. I like how uh, Nintendo's finally having HD graphics. Um, all the new ways to play the games are kind of nice. Uh, Kyle and I sat down. We played a little bit of the new Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii U. We like the fact that. The, the graphics are great. Basically, it's the same concept as the uh, the first couple of New Super Mario games. Uh, uh, nothing really too added to it. There is that bonus where, like, if you beat a level, you can leave notes for people. You can do drawings. You can do all these different um, types of, uh, you know, unique things with the gamepad. Uh, we sat down finally and got to play some Nintendo Land, though. That was, I think, was uh, a game that you're probably going to get a lot of use out of if you have, you know, multiple people over. Um, it's a good game. It's kind of like, I guess, their take on the new Wii Sports this is a new, you know, whole new networking. You get your Miis, you get to build stuff. So Kyle and I, we sat down, we played the little bit of The Legend of Zelda, which was interesting. Uh, what did you feel about that? You got to actually run and hack with your sword. It's actually, it was it was enjoyable. I'm not a, a Wii person. I didn't ever own a Wii. Uh, this is actually something that I, I was just bragging with Steve about because it seemed like 
outside looking in, every time you went to go play something, it was like, oh, make sure you had a spare controller, spare controller, spare controller. And I think, like, Steve said it best, like, if you've never had a Wii before and this is your first, like, next-gen uh, Nintendo system, it definitely makes it, you like, right out of the box, you can play it, no problem. You won't have any issues. It's very clean-cut. It tells you exactly what you need. So if you know you want to play with people... Um, especially since I guess you can play with people over the internet. So yes. definitely if you're going to be doing that, like you just need the system and an internet connection, you'd be fine. Uh, so one thing, me not being used to the Wii controllers, like it definitely took some getting adjusted to. But the Zelda th- was actually a lot of fun because like it combined the where you, like you said, like if you had multiple players, everyone would have to t- kind of do multiple things to try and get, it, you know, keep it moving, like keep the game flowing, keep yeah. it, keep it going. I thought it was fun though. It definitely make you feel like, oh, I'm part of this, you know, part of the saga. Yeah, it's kind of cool that you get to part of uh, inside. And then the next game we played, we played a little bit of the Metroid. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, Kyle was on the ground assault. I guess if you have the uh, the the game pad, in ship, uh, you're in a ship. Um, it's kind of interesting. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of it got a lot of multiplayer feel to it, and it's not so much of. Uh, what I like about it is not so much uh, anymore of getting up and moving. Like, the Wii was very much about, like, oh, get up and bowl and do the golfing, which are really fun games and stuff like that, but you have the... This time, you can actually sit down and game. Like, the Nintendo's getting back to that core gamer unit where it's like you sit down and you play a game. You hand somebody a controller and you sit there. It's not like you have to sit there going like, uh, oh, you got to run, oh, i got to do, you know, all these kind of motion stuff. Yeah, there's still some motion for aiming and all that kind of stuff, but you can literally sit down on the couch and just kind of relax and, uh, you know, just just veg out and game now. So uh, I, I really do like that, that Nintendo's kind of going back to the roots Hopefully this new system with uh, the HD graphics. Um, and then uh, who else knows what the big, big stuff is going to happen this year for Nintendo. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great uh, a great year for Nintendo. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. We'll see how... Uh, let's see what Sony and uh, Xbox can bring uh, to their next uh, game consoles. You know, because they're going to be the next ones uh, coming up now. With They have to come up with their next gen console. So yeah. uh, that most likely will either be released this year or most likely in 2014 depending on how things are going so well it's funny because they just announced on their news that they're 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 talking about what they're going to be talking about at d3 like now but they haven't really like ex- uh, released what they're going to be okay. showing but they're already starting to get that like oh by the way we have stuff to talk about we just have to wait until it's closer to the, to the launch i actually think it's cool because like as you were saying those things like the wii u like, you as a person, it's a letter, but it's like you as a person, you can play it as, if you're an up and mover, you can play it as that. If you're a sit-down gamer, you can play it like that. If you're a combination of the two, there's enough options there, I think you can play it any way you want. And then, uh, uh, what I liked is it was very quick. Like, we didn't have, like, a lot of, like, oh, wait, how do you do that? Wait, what am I doing? Like, it, it like basically gives you a tutorial. Yeah. And you, you just kind of jump in and, like, oh, okay, cool, this is what I do? Great. Like, m- let's play. And then that's it. You're ready to go. Yeah. That that was a uh, that was a really nice feature to it, and it was cool because I was also curious about uh, certain games. Uh, how would they be with the pad? But a lot of them say like, oh, you, like the the Call of Duties and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, they say like uh, you can use the game pad, you know, with the new Wii controller, or you can just buy the game, you know, controller Pro, which is kind of like an Xbox controller. So if you just want to play hardcore gaming like that, you can just do it that way. So I mean, uh, Nintendo, I think, is off to a good start. Uh, hopefully, they don't uh, do what they sometimes do where they will release a bitch load of titles in the beginning of the year and then not have anything for the rest of the year so 
I guess we'll just have to see what happens. So, um, have you tried playing anyone over the net yet? I have not because I don't have any games yet that really qualify for over the net. I mean, I can uh, look at other people's statuses with uh, um, Zombie U, kind of like achievements um, or like where they're at. Yeah, kind of like where's that? How you know stuff like that? So, which is a very intense kind of game. Um, uh, very different. Uh, I actually died at the very beginning, and I thought that was how the game did. But then I turned out I didn't dart down a certain hallway that I needed to do, so I actually restarted my game because I was only like you know five minutes in. So I was like, "You suck," um, and running in. But it was nice to actually see a new, like a mature game at launch for the Nintendo Wii. Right, so instead of waiting, until instead of waiting until like, oh, you guys just go. So I, I kind of like the fact that they're really kind of gearing towards more. Uh, adults now with this system and trying to get more of that kind of market back. Well, so it's, it's funny too if you really if we want to step back and have your mind blown, you have to think of it like this too. The Nintendo came out, and that was like for basically anyone, like yeah. your parents. For us, it was it was a system, and they had some you know all games were all over the board. There wasn't like E or F or whatever. There was just it was yeah, it was just everywhere. games. So then you get to Super Nintendo, improved graphics, kind of the same mindset. There's no rating system. And then you get to, like, N64, which to, like, us is kind of like what the Wii U is. You know, it's like, it blew our minds. It was 3D. And that's when they started instilling the rating system. So if we really break it down, if you think about it, so we came out, what, six years ago? Yes, I believe so it was six years ago. So if you were years. six years old when you bought that, you're now 12, 13, you know, you're now getting older. So it was about time that they had to come out for that new generation. That's true. And this is like their N64. It's like their way of getting up to that, whoa, like look what games can be. That's true, that's true, so yeah. if you really think, like we're actually like second game, you know, second gen gamers now. You know, yeah. This is like our kids would have had maybe the Wii U, and then by now they should have been like upgrading to the new system. And if, same for us, it gets us back in. You know, if we had children when they were younger, and now they're a little bit older. Like, now we want to play those games like Zombie U. And now we can because we can get a system that can play for the kids mm -hmm. as well as us. So it's kind of neat to see that, like, full circle. Of yeah, they kind of went back to, like, the roots. Like, the, the it's kind of like the old school Nintendo system where, uh, you know, you bought it, but everybody played it. It wasn't just like, oh, this is something for kids. I mean, right. everybody was blown away by that. So uh, I, I have a feeling uh, Nintendo will be fine. Uh, they always seem to do good work. Um uh, we'll just see how everything goes, and uh, you know, I really, right yeah, I really do like the uh, new Nintendo system. I'm waiting for the how's the Pikmin uh, U coming out? I don't know when that's coming out. I, I sometime this year, uh, Pikmin three. So I want to uh, see the high def graphics. I want to see the 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 pain in their eyes when they're getting devoured. I want to see that fear in their eyes when they're drowning. And then when those kamikaze yellow guys run in and explode, I want to see, like, the high definition of the trauma <laughs> and the ghosts, like, floating up from <laughs> the corpses. Yeah, like, the high death. Like, oh, wow, that ghost looks really good. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm looking forward to a new Zelda game on the console. I'm looking forward to a next Mario game, like Mario, the, if they're going to do any more of the Galaxy series. I'm looking forward to a Smash Bros. game. Uh, that actually would be really fun over the net now because they're going to have the integrating of an actual system. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very user-friendly where you don't get numbers anymore to add your friends. Uh, that's how the the old right, thing right. worked. This time, like, I literally I can. Yeah, literally, I could just. I created a name. I found, you know, you tell somebody about it. They search for it. Boom, boom. It's like Xbox. You add ah. it. It's good. And, the, and then you have what your. What a thought, your, right? If you use a username and type in a username, you can find that person. Yeah, so uh, it, it works out pretty great. So uh, the next. Uh, Next topic you have going on, games you got for the holidays. Uh, what are some of the games you got for the holiday season? I was very fortunate enough weeks prior to Christmas to point out that I've either traded or sold a lot of my Halo series games just because it was like, I got to eat, feed the dog. So you trade in a game at the time when it was still popular, you got some bucks for it. And then uh, 
I got them all again for Christmas. I got like ODST again. I got Halo Reach, which I've actually never played. I never owned and I never played, so I still have to dive into that. I nice. ba- barely opened them the other day, and I was like, oh, cool, like yeah. looking at them. And it's neat to open those because those are actually some of the few games that still have manuals. Like everything yes. else doesn't have them. Anymore. Everybody has like the little paper. Yeah, you know, it's like a. Plug in the controller. It's basically like a pamphlet now. It's yeah, like, like someone like is like go see this band. Go. Yeah, it's like we we think we need to talk. Here's a here's yeah a here's a here's a pink slip. And um, then uh, Halo Three again, which you and I still haven't beaten on Legendary. I'll yeah, we're almost we're almost, uh, we're like yeah. halfway through that on that. So Easy, yeah, easily halfway through. So we just got to dive back into that, uh, which will be fun. So we kind of spread that idea about this topic about trading in games, getting credit versus buying new, the pros and cons, and just kind of have that open discussion with like. You know, wh- what's your experience been like with trading in games, buying new, buying used, and, you know, kind of debate, like, what are the pros and cons? Like, what are some good experiences you've had? What are some of the bad experiences you've had of, like, trading in a game? I know for one, right off the top of the head, is the <laughs> Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah, for <laughs> me, that sucked. I um, I accidentally, I just bought Mario Galaxy 2. Loved the game, fantastic game, and I literally thought I was trading in the first one, which I already beat. And turns out I was trading in the second one, so and I still have not went out and bought myself that copy again of that game because I still want to play it and beat it because it was a it was a phenomenal game. So that was kind of like uh, that was a you know kick in my face. Um, I have that was only pretty much the bad experience because that was like more of a mistake than on purpose. I really haven't had too much uh, bad experience. I do realize that there are some people who will buy a game, beat it, trade it in get the next thing but then me i always look at okay well if i'm gonna pay full price for a game let me at least get my money for it so what is it gonna have in this prime example assassin's creed 3 beat the game absolutely love it there's online multiplayer you can play but they're going to be releasing all that downloadable content so i'm holding on to my copy of the game because that downloadable content is going to come out and i want to be able to play it unlike some people who will trade the game in then they want to play that downloadable content and then you have to go out and buy the game again so uh, there's some people who just go ahead and do that i mean as you can see it's only like a little bit of my collection of games right now in the studio. And I mean, the majority of those games I have beaten, but I'm not getting rid of them because I don't know if there's going to be any more replay value and stuff like that. Or sometimes, you know, you're, I got a game a while ago, then somebody else is like, hey, I just picked up, you know, uh, Call of Duty, uh, you know, Modern Warfare 2. You want to do some online play with that? It's like, I still have the game. Instead of going like, I don't have it, bro. I got to go out and pick up a used copy. So right. I just, you know, but most of the games I have bought, yeah, I have bought some used games. And most of the games I have bought in brand new, I actually kind of just wait till the price dropped on them. I mean, a lot of people go out and buy the game, you know, right when it comes out. And I understand that because I've done that too. But sometimes you go out and do that, and then the game doesn't last that long. And True. Then, yeah, and then you're just like, game. okay. Prime example is like the God of War 2 for me. Like, it was only like an eight hour game. So when that I was three and, too, yeah. Yeah, and then like you buy, you're like, cool, great. You, you run through it because you're like so liking the game. And then it was over. And then you're just kind of like, well, I mean, I can go back and play it on like harder mode or whatever. But it's like. You know, when you've already beaten and you got other titles to play, it's yeah, difficult it's, to yeah. Kind of so I mean, uh, and uh, now with the new the new thing that's coming out, where they might be, you can't buy used games anymore. <gasps> you didn't hear about this? Uh, I heard about something similar, but it wasn't about games. It was more about electronics, and it was something that was happening in Tucson. But what's this thing about? Well, this one was uh, actually we do have a Tucson story we actually brought up on another show, but we'll bring it up here again. Um, but there was a thing coming out where uh, you wouldn't be able to buy. You could buy a used game, so I could go to GameStop, buy a used game, but the problem is I would only unlock, like, three levels in that game. And then I would have to purchase the full copy of the game, 
through the internet then, and I could play the rest of the game. Oh, because a lot more games are going with the whole like you have to be online or you have. To yeah, have there's a whole bunch of that stuff, but a lot a lot of the games are going like okay, well I buy Borderlands, okay, full price. Okay, I go ahead and trade it in after I'm done with it. Somebody else then buys it for a fraction of the price that I paid for it, depending on how new it was. Now, if I trade it in Borderlands now, I got Borderlands brand new. So that's what sixty five dollars tax that, yeah. and everything that. So if I trade it in now, uh, someone could probably get that copy, the used copy. I would say maybe fifteen dollars. Yeah, fifteen. Uh, because like it's not because a new copy of that game is twenty bucks now. Yeah. So they want to you know hey we want to make a profit but we can't overcharge so right and then but then that's fifteen dollars that doesn't go back to two uh, K. Electronics, who designed the game, it actually just goes back to the store wherever I traded it into. So they're losing out. The games community is losing out on those uh, the, that money. And initially, they got that sixty-five from you that allowed them to fund other projects. That's true, and that's how I look at it. But a lot of them are not looking at it that way. So it depends. It's, but it's basically going down to more games that are not doing that well, and then yeah. they. I mean, a lot of games that they kind of fell under the like they were a good game and they just fell under the radar, and then a lot of people just pick it up used. So there was a thing coming out. So far, Nintendo is not going to be doing that. Okay. Uh, Nintendo has come out and said that there's no little thing, but I don't know about Xbox and PlayStation. I think it. I know it's going to be difficult, especially with a lot of the other uh, companies out there, like with Jaws, like Unleashed. I was so excited because I got a 360 and one came into a used store and I was like, great, I'm going to pick it up. But it doesn't work on a 360. It only works on like the regular Xbox uh. because the company went under and they didn't have the money to support like the 360 upgrades and things yeah. like that. So like the, my experience always has always been uh, it is what it is. Like if you rush out and buy a game, it's like kind of like I, the way I compare to it is like driving a car. Like buy a brand new car. As soon as you drive it off the lot, it depreciates by like $5,000. Exactly. So when you go to trade that, like literally, if you turn around and trade that car back in, they're going to give you a five thousand to ten thousand dollars less than, than what, what you got for it. Yes. For it. So if you look at it from a game standpoint, like think about, like that's a huge fraction. So if you're a gamer that's going to just go out and buy it, beat it, and return it, your best bet is to go to like these used retail stores and buy them used anyways, because yeah. the likelihood of them coming in used is not only going to save you a couple bucks. But there's really a slim chance of them even being damaged. I mean, literally, someone's going to play it, beat it, and then trade. Yeah, because they're not. They check those games. They they have to go through, and they can't really send you a damaged game. And plus, uh, a lot of the the places you have so many days to return it. So even if there is something wrong you with the game, you can still go back and get your money's worth. So as soon as you come, like if you got the game that day, came home, popped it, and it doesn't work. You're not going to sit there and go, oh, I got 30 days, you know, until this is up. You probably hop in your car and go right back out and be yeah, like, all right, this doesn't work. Especially so. since a lot of these are nearby neighborhoods and things like that are malls. So my experience has always been positive. Like, I always feel like if you're going to trade in, there's uh, a couple local stores in the Valley. There's, like, Azia Records. They do okay, I guess. Like, they do, like, trade and cash. Uh, but mainly they're, like, store credit. But a really good place to go is, like, Bookman's, Bookman's. Uh, Entertainment Exchange. I've gotten a lot of games from Bookman's. And they even start carrying new games. So. Yeah, that's true. And they even do the, like, the your trade never expires. You have seven-day return policy. They'll buff out discs. They check them. They process them. They usually get a lot of the newer titles a lot because same kind of thing. Community is they go in, they play them, they trade them in, they get store credit for them, and that way they can go back and buy more and more and more titles. Yeah. Um, and then there's also like the GameStops. GameStops, yeah. Even Best Buy is doing the used Yeah, Best Buy has been starting doing the used game. So, I mean, there is a market for it. Um, even some of the, the, the places that went belly up. I know Blockbuster did it Blockbuster's for a while. Blockbuster's doing it, yeah. Um, and some other ones. And, you know, uh, to me, I was like, I always worried about because uh, – 
I haven't heard any, um, and maybe people can get back to us uh, after they listen to this, maybe hit us with some emails or uh, Twitter feed, but uh, I've never tried the Gamefly, right, and, I've, Gamefly. And, and I've always been try- I always thought about it, but a lot of people I've talked to had some type of bad experience, because it's like, you can't get, like, if you wanted a brand new game, you're going to be on a waiting list, because right. everyone wants, wants it, so everybody wants a game, and I'm like, well, that's kind of like Netflix, you know, you want this movie, they're only going to have so many copies, you just have to wait till it comes back in. That's fine. So, but then some people said like, "Oh, it takes a while," or sometimes they'll get lost, or you know, somebody will. So I don't know if uh, if that was just one person's experience. Uh, so if anybody's really had any good experience with GameFly, that's uh, maybe another option people can look into. Because I and then also like, what about like the red boxes? Like, what's the deal with that? Because that's kind of like you rent, you pay a price, and if you don't return it in time, you yeah, can, like, the, charge then it on they charge. Basically, you rent it for a um, a day. It's okay. like a, a, like a is it a dollar a day or something? I'm not sure because I'm not sure video games I thought were more. Like but I don't know how longer they're going to do this because a lot of people screwed people over when Black Ops 2 came out. Uh, uh, I don't know if you saw this on Reddit. I saw this quite a bit. Somebody would go to Redbox, get the Black Ops, come home, open it, and someone literally just made a photocopy of the CD and put it back in the case oh, and returned it. So, of course, they think, okay, we got our copy. Yeah, they're like, oh, we got the copy back until somebody else gets it. So, And the guy actually went to, like, three other, like, red boxes and couldn't get just to play and some of that. So people were actually stealing the discs now. So it's like, I don't know how bad that's yeah, going to get. So it it's going to be weird. Well, you figure what they'd have to do then is is it's kind of one of those, it just depends on their system. Like, if their system has, like, this number was cor- correlation to this person's card yeah and then they find out well then add the next person who got this version it was not then they could go after well that's what i'm saying if the the one person was actually smart and got the faulty disc he could contact them and let them know okay this is what happened if he was really smart he would have gotten the visa prepaid cards so that way there's no way to trace back to him that would be it well now you're giving people ideas sorry (laughs) ignore that just if you want to steal game yeah Uh, but it's true though but people pirate games all the time like this is what i don't get like the industry already knows that this shit happens yes there's there's roms out there there's things out there that people are playing constantly i remember i had a friend who had an xbox that was completely filled with roms like completely filled with old nintendo sega titles it's like it's out there and it's part of the business and it's kind of one of those things where and until you do get pirated, you're really not popular. Like, you're really not a good game company yeah. then if you haven't been pirated. And that means, like, your game sucks. So you should might as well be forcing people to try and steal it if that's yeah. the case. So for me, like, that kind of comes with the territory, this whole use, like, not being able to let people buy used. I know EA is notorious for it now where, like, even the uh, Kingdom of Amalur has the uh, EA, like, sign-in and, like, verifies that you're, like, not only connected to an internet but yeah. also all these other things. And it's because of that. They want to make sure that you bought it, that you're... Yeah, there, yeah, a lot of people... And actually, uh, um, uh, uh, UB, uh, UB Software has done that. Uh, they have this... You, you buy a game, you get this uh, login thing, and it's for, it goes to your Uplay account. And since I already have one with uh, when I started Assassin's Creed, it's not leaking with every game by them, which is cool. So it even transferred over when I went to the, the Wii system now, even though most of the games mm-hmm. I bought from them is on... Um, you know, Xbox. So, but the cool part, you get this little code, you know, and then you verified yourself, and it's kind of like it gives you the online pass and everything like that. So they're even kind of keeping track. But the cool part with them is like, you play the game, you get to a certain part of the game, they'll give you like thirty points, and then you go back into their you play, and you could actually get like you could download backgrounds, you can get some stuff for the game, like you know, upgrade your like you know ammo pack in a game or some of that. So there's all these kind of little cool features that kind of like, oh, okay, I want to you know play right. these and try to get these kind of stuff. So that's how they do. At least they give you something back. I know EA is notorious for I'm going to track you, but I'm not going to give you shit well, for it. Well, it's weird because you know? they have EA, they have Origin, which is their own like buy-sell thing. 
then there's like uh, yeah, uh, Blizzard now does it where you have to be constantly linked up to the internet to play their titles. And you saw how well that worked out with Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah, everybody did. Uh, then you have uh, Steam and a few other programs out there that are kind of the same basis. So to me, it's like if you're if you're if you're used to playing the new and used, like we'd love to hear from you. Tell us about the game Fly. Uh, you can email us at bros at arcadebros.com, dash arcadebros. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook. Just send us a message. Let us know like how the GameFly red box. Like, let us know what you guys are feeling about this n- the system. Like, how if they're any good, and if you'd recommend them or not. Because we'd love to check them out and f- see if they're actually something worth promoting or not. Yeah, that's true. Um, speaking of uh, used games and used um, all that kind of stuff, um, did you hear the story about Tucson, where a um, gentleman bought his child a used 3DS um, from a GameStop, I believe. Um, I heard about this on two fronts. Like For the first time I heard about it was on Kotaku. They were talking about it, and it was one of those, like, like within two paragraphs, they're like, oh, like, okay, that, that's the, the, the end, like, the end of the story. And then on, like, Three on Your Side, we saw an, a, a thing for it, and it almost was like they were trying to bleed them for even more. Like, they told Three on Your Side, Three on Your Side tried to do an investigation. and uh, But, like, according to Kotaku, it always was, already was resolved. So for them to, like, go forward and keep pushing. Yeah, yeah, open. basically the story is, is we talked about this on uh, Socially Awkward, our first episode. You can download that out on iTunes or check it out on the Stitcher Radio app. Plug! Um, at least what happened is a man bought a used 3DS for his kid for his birthday mm-hmm. uh, or Christmas. He went ahead before he packaged it up and actually gave it to his kid. He actually checked it uh, to see, you know, he was setting some. Sure he was going to set some stuff up. He was going to put the parental controls in it, which is fine. Uh, so he goes to do that, and apparently there was the SD card that comes with the system that I guess was not checked when it was traded in, which I think is weird because usually they you, would check you should check yeah. these things. But I get, apparently there was a bunch of. Uh, sex pictures, like whoever took it, like a man and a woman, or who knows what was going on. Right. So he, you know, of course, appalled, and anybody would be. They're like, oh, I was going to give this to my kid. So he goes back to the store, lets them know what happened, and they go, oh, we, they apologized. They were so sorry. They ended up giving him a brand new 3DS for a used 3DS price. Right. And then a couple titles I heard, too. He got like a couple So he got a pretty well. good deal. And as soon as he got everything and everything was clear and they apologized, they're so sorry, you know, this happened, you know, they, they took care of him. And I thought, hey, that's pretty big. I mean, if someone, if I did th- came in and gave somebody something, they gave me attitude for it. I'm like, look, look, look I'm trying to be reasonable about this. You guys screwed up. And, right. you know, but it seems like they were very professional. They apologized. You know, they gave him, you know, a pretty good deal. And then he went ahead and went to the news reporter and bitched and complained because he, I guess he wanted more. He wanted people. And I was just like, now you're in the wrong, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, if they were total dicks to you, they turn around and said, oh, that's yeah, we're not going like, to do They'd be like, we're not going to do it. Like, how do we know you didn't take yeah, those pictures? Exactly. Like, they try to pull some scam like that. Then, yeah, then get the news. But it's like, that's what I don't get. It's like, you you got, you won. You got a pretty dang You got deal, a good yeah. deal. You won. They're, they apologize. They're sorry. They're probably making sure this never happens again. Because, like, I was just going through a bunch of my systems. I reformatted my old PlayStation 3 because I'm going to trade that in and want to make sure there's no information on that, there's no pictures on that, there's no nothing because you don't know. I could trade it in someplace and they might not check it. They might just check to see if it works. And I could have credit card information on yeah, that and the knows. next thing I know, I'm getting screwed over. So I'm taking the necessary precautions so nothing happens yeah, like that. Yeah, there comes a point where you can't really hold 
every single thing accountable. Like the person trading it in, it was their responsibility. Yeah. It was the responsibility of them before packaging and reselling it to check it. But at the same token, who uh, Christmas ho- holiday season, they're doing fifty. They're probably very things. busy. Yeah. They didn't think to know. They probably turned it on. Hey, the system works it great. Works. They probably didn't yeah. even think to look at. Th- knowing them, they asked the guy, "Did you delete everything off of the SD and card?" Said, and, they, yeah. and the guy was probably like, "Yeah, you know, not. He's probably not even thinking it. You know." So it's just like. So. It happens, and you know, and stuff, and like to me, it's like if somebody, you know, you know, did not take care of that customer like the way they did, and I think they did a phenomenal job. I mean, yeah, you got a basic, you paid a used price for a handheld, a system, brand new system, and you got brand new. Plus, I think it was like they said they gave them like three used titles, which to me is like that's, that's more pretty than good. What yeah, you got. that's more than what you got, and your kid's happy, and everything's resolved. yeah, yeah. Like okay, now completely different story. Now if the dad didn't check it, gave it to his kid, and his kid did some upon those pictures, then yeah, then probably the thing would have been even worse than it was. But it's like, a lot of stuff happens, so your child, basically your child did not get scarred, but now you're the dick on the news, and now your kid's like, why is daddy on the news? Yeah, why, why what happened with my me? 3DS? What's going on? Oh, you know. So now, answer those questions. He's going to be asking about the birds and the bees. Exactly. And not the video game. Yeah, not the new video game coming not out from Atari. <laughs> the Scribble Knots, birds, birds and the bees. bees. We really need to get that star, but there's a woman in the way. Yeah. Like, how are we going to get past this? Birds and the bees. <laughs> no dick. I'm talking about sex. Oh. So, I uh, see this topic. Uh, you want to talk about the topic three? No, I don't want to. Okay, so. Now, yeah, New Year's, uh, is, you know, what does it mean for games? Obviously, right towards the end of the new year, we had a, more school shootings, more mall shootings. Gun control got thrown back into the loop again. People still, you know, piss and moan about everything with guns, no guns, yes guns. Put armed guards in schools. Put yes, sir, no, sir, plea bags full, sir. Exactly. What so do I do, sir? what, what do I was say? interesting is there was an article saying, like, well, video games aren't the, aren't the cause. And, a lo- and I've actually, I'm kind of at a turning point with this, too, because at some point, there we have to say, well, at some point, there has to be some kind of give or take. Like, prime example of us, like, my first violent, like, shooter, like, bloody, like, game was Turok. And if you want to actually push it even further, it was Narc. Back yeah. On Nintendo, you know, which still waiting for a remake. Yeah, still waiting for a remake. Well, they did remake it, but that really wasn't, it was on PlayStation 2, and it wasn't. No, I mean, just basically. The same when you bust a clown with throwing yeah. syringes at you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that clown. Fuck yeah. that heroin throwing <laughs> yeah. clown. Screw that guy. Yeah. And then the final boss, like, what was that? Yeah, that like, was just oh. a giant head. Okay, so, th- okay, let's look back at that real quick. <laughs> let's before go we back go. to NARC. Let's go back to NARC, okay? <laughs> you basically played as uh, NARCs, and you just basically just, and it wasn't even either like. You shot people to death, okay, you or e- you busted them. No, no, no. You either <laughs> shot them to death, or if you did the combo on the G pad, you shoot missiles out and explode their bodies. That's true. That was or you could arrest them. Yeah, guess how many arrest busts I did? I did Zero. one, and it was, it was by accident. It was by accident. And then, and then the final boss is just a giant mob boss's head. You kill that, and then it turns into a mob boss's skeleton head. Uh, it's just, uh, and you know what? I turned out fine. Yeah. I turned out fine. Say no to drugs, kids. Say no to... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, a prime example was, uh, so at some, what I mean by bleeding the line is that uh, the people say that it's not, you, you can't blame movies, you can't blame video games for the action of a sole person. Because, like, in both cases of these recent shooties, the ones with the firefighters and the one with the kid and all the children and everything, there was their actions alone. Like he was a co- the guy from the firefighter. He was a convicted felon, so he wasn't even allowed to have firearms. But he got somebody to buy them for him. So that's 
two people's actions. You can't control that. They don't know that. They all think I'm doing this guy a favor. Yeah. And he's kicking me a couple bucks. What's the big deal? And then this kid, it was his own mother's weapons that she got. And I mean, like, the, well, that's like the point proven. Is it's like you can't control. There's no other action. There's no game telling the kids to go grab guns out of the cabinets. And do, there's no game that's made like that. For so for you to blame violent games based solely on that is false like you can't really there's no game out there telling people to do this stuff at the same token there was an article about ea's medal of honor uh game that came out that they literally were showcasing these weapons on their site that were linking to guns that you could actually purchase like it wasn't just a link out to Mm. show you like products and things like that or like check out this link yeah they were actually like you could click on the gun that was killed that used to kill obama uh, oh, I'm sorry, Osama bin Laden, and <laughs> you can. What you yeah, need to do is stop shooting at me. My name is Obama. It's not Osama, and if you don't stop it, I'm gonna set Biden on you, and he's gonna sit on your lap. Hey, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's like uh, the guns that were used to kill Osama bin Laden, they were linking it so you could go check out the weaponry that the soldiers used. But unfortunately, you could also buy the said weapon. You could also like purchase them. So since this whole story came out, the, the links have been killed. The BBC reported about it. Um, they no longer have that association. Even uh, Medal of Honor was going to do this whole like customized weapon, yeah, like show you the specs and everything. And they got rid of that out of their game because they just didn't want you know to add any more fuel to the fire. So at some point, when you are a video game company and you are advertising weaponry on your website to purchase, at some point you have to say, okay, wait a minute, like this is yeah, okay, I can I can give you I can give them the credit on that one, but it's not like but like, they're not telling you to buy them. They're just saying that if you're well, interested, I understand. Yeah, they're well, you know, yeah, you're we have gun nuts, and some people just like to buy the guns, and some people like to shoot the guns and stuff, and and I get that, you know, with the violent. But what I love about the violent video games is they only you have to look at it. They only pick out certain ones. Oh yeah, it's always like it, it was like Auto, Grand Theft Auto. It'd probably postal, be the, the yeah the postals, the Call Unreals, of Duties, you know, yeah, the the stuff of like that. But then when you start. It's like you look at other ones. It's all like, well, how come you know how come Fable hasn't been picked That's up? True. You Why know, Fable's no swords and trying to shoot people with magic out their butt. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like you only want to attack certain games and stuff like that, and that's that's the problem. Like you 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 want to put a ban on certain mature games now. You can't really do that nope. because then it's all like, well, what makes this mature game different from that mature yeah, game? Yeah, like so Heavy Rain is more a psychological thriller, whereas yeah. like Tomb Raider is more of a shoot 'em up, like run and steal and murder kind of thriller so i mean there's like there's that fine line that you really can't police it you put a rating system on there you try to enforce it you teach your kids it's just a game and you go on from there but you can't control the actions of anybody well the thing i hate you can't turn around if your kid goes to school and beats the crap out of a kid okay maybe parent your kid has a problem true not Oh, it's because he plays these violent video games. Because now you're just trying to find a scapegoat. Because I understand you don't want to. My kid's perfect. My kid's this. My kid's that. But that's that's fine because you're a parent. But you really have to sit down because if you don't sit down with your kids, then these are the kids who grow up, get the guns, and they start shooting people. Well, then, or it's even worse. If yours is the kid that's beating people up based on this notion that video games are making him a violent person, you failing as a parent is now then fueling these kids who are being beaten up. To go get their parents' guns and come to school. And we martyr them as, like, oh, they're the bad one. They're the crazy yeah. one. Whereas they were the one, like, Columbine, and those kids were getting picked on day and night yes. by other kids. And they put an end to it, a very serious end to it, because they were being tired of being picked on. However, had you policed the children who were bullying them, and had you gotten these kids the help that they needed, and yes. listened to the fact when these kids were, like, journals and logs and yes, logs. Yes, yes. Like, we're psychos. We want to kill people. Like, that's a big warning sign. So... 
I, I, when I just saw the story, I just wanted to bring it up because I know we're there's still a lot of talk going on. There's still a lot of like, what could we ban? What can't we ban? Yeah. And like, I think the biggest issue you have is simply this. And in, in the American Constitution says you can own a gun. It doesn't say what type. You can own a bazooka. You can own a say AK-47. Actually, that's why I like that Family Guy joke where they're like, "We'll have the right to bear and arms." They the just bear arms. arms. So you think people are gonna understand? Nah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's in plain English. They got it. Yeah, it's completely clear. Everyone understands it. So what I think is like that's in our constitution. Other countries they don't have that. When you see people rioting, you see them throwing rocks. Yeah, they're throwing rocks. Them, they have to make. They uh, don't have you know Molotov cocktails. Yeah, you know, they, they don't have to have build these guns. weaponries. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have, have the, they don't have access to that. Like we are so lenient with our weapon laws in uh, America because uh, we're Americans. But yeah, I, I mean, but that's the sad part. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get the medical help. Yeah, exactly. So I think at the same <laughs> note, like. To then say, let's say we ban all with all the automatic weapons. Let's say we do that. We ban all the automatic weapons. Well, if I buy a handgun and watch a YouTube video, I can turn that into an automatic weapon very yes. easily by filing things and doing. So things. should we start censoring? So what you're saying is we need to start censoring YouTube. We need to start censoring uh, Google. We need to start censoring everything now. Actually, I just think we just need to grow up. Like if America just grew up, if if the, here's how I would do it. If you were an American born today, you would have you would be born with a handgun in your hand. An American flag up your butt, and plenty of American apple pie, even though it's not American. It's basically this: it's it's you police your kids, you do your job as a parent, and make it so that society and the government and everyone else doesn't have to, because that's what kind of country this is. Do your job by having kids and raising them right, and not worry about what everyone else is doing and how they're doing it. Because like we're gonna have issues of like then it's gonna be like Rayman and Mario and all these other characters are gonna be under attack, all because your kid's an idiot. So, I say um, Adam Carolla said it best. Uh, everybody's talking about their news resolution, and Adam Carolla said, my news resolution is fine. He goes, everybody else needs a resolution. Get your shit together, everybody. Yeah. Get your shit together, literally. So, um, so yeah, so we'll just, you know, I mean, this is just how it's going to be, I guess, with the, the violent video games for a while. I mean, it's just a, it's a, well, it's any, funny because it, it dies off, yeah, it dies off, and then as happening. soon as something horrific happens, they find something in their room. Then they flip out, you know, and they're like, well, oh, that's what's so funny it. is, like, his computer was basically blogged down with, like, tons and tons and tons of, like, th- notes to himself saying that he hated his life, he hated his mom, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think they even found one video game in his whole room. But yet people jumped right away on the video game bandwagon saying it was the video games that were causing his disorder. And, it, you know, it's just one of those things that, it's, like you said, it's a wave. It comes because it's something in the media to talk about. If, if anything, I would want to, if we're going to put a restriction on anything, I want to restrict the media because the media is one of those people that they are interviewing children with that are just being traumatically traumatized by actions in the classroom. They're reporting things without the facts. Like what I really miss is like the Walter Cronkite era of like news reporting because what they used to do was let me get all the facts. Okay, these are the facts. I'm going to report the facts. I don't care if I get them now, if I get them 10 hours from now. I'm not going to report anything until we know the exact issue. And, of course, people got mad at, like, the uh, Obama administration when they had that same issue with the uh, the guy overseas when he got bombed. Uh, the un- the uh, embassy, like, the three Americans, the four Americans were killed over there, and people were jumping on Condoleezza Rice for reporting the wrong thing. Yeah. Or, or uh, And it's just like, well, no, like, it wasn't the wrong thing. It was just like they didn't have all the facts yet, and they still don't have all the facts. They know that the people who were responsible, and they're trying to take steps to prevent it. But like for us to expect in this technology age to have all the answers right away is to have like the exact like 
details of everything. It still doesn't work that way. We still have to investigate. They still have to go through and realize and, and figure out what was the issues. Um, so, like, again, like, you know, it's the media coming down, blowing things out of the water, blowing things out of proportion to try and make things, you know, more than they need to be. Yeah. So, but, I, you know, and that's just, you know, it's, it's, there is a point, though, that, like, game companies do have to draw a line. Like, you want to make a game called Medal of Honor and be very heroic and show people being very, you know, for this country, great. Just don't link your site to weapons that you can buy from China. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Oh, you like Metal Honor? You buy my gun oh. now! Buy my gun now! My child made it for my you. My child made it for you with barbecue sauce. It's very good. Very good. So, speaking of the Asians, uh, topic: Japanese titles you've never heard of until now. It's true. Yeah, there's a big, uh, there's an American company called Exceed Games, uh, the Columbus of games, basically, because what they're doing is they're actually finding a lot of those old, very eclectic uh, Japanese titles, and they're trying to make them. Westerners, like not really to the point where they're like doing voiceovers and things like that, but more so in the sense where they're trying to advertise over here in America. Okay, that they get a lot of hype over there, and unless you're like a cult follower of those, like kind of yeah, because a lot games, of uh, if you if you haven't noticed lately, there hasn't been any really good RPGs in a very good while, and I think this might be a big thing because usually you would read about it in magazines. Japan gets it now, and we would get it, you know, a couple like months, months down the line, maybe a year down the line, you know, yeah, translate. And all that. But a lot of them have probably dropped off because of that because maybe the RPGs weren't selling so well over here because our biggest game that sells over in America is the corridor shooters, the first-person shooters. Those it's are like true. our number Modern one Modern Warfare order. has like defined what American gamers like. It's the shooting. I can jump on, shoot you dead multiple times in an arena and hop off, whereas more of the Eastern uh, cultures, they like the strategies, they like brain games, they like the interactivity, and they also like RPGs because they like these long, drawn-out tales or stories mm -hmm. around mm. a group of characters that they want to learn about. You know, it's like, it's like their culture. They're all about the whole like l working together as the same unit and, and learning and then having that eclectic like how to do it and things like that. So it's, it's interesting to see this company do this. There's games like Valhalla Knights, if you haven't played that. Yeah. The Last Story, which just came out for the Wii. Um, yeah, that's one I put on. Also, that uh, the remake of the Xeno like saga. Yeah, the Xeno sagas that came out. There's and of course everyone knows the Final Fantasy VII. Like that's an RPG. Like this is like the that's kind of games been the that last RPG. Like the best RPG I played in like a long time. Like there's nothing. There hasn't been anything since then. There hasn't been. Uh, it, you know, it's like uh, the two top like RPGs in my uh, you know Rolodex here is uh, Final Fantasy VII and Chrono Trigger. It's those like are both good. And then mm -hmm. the other uh, one that recently I did start playing was uh, Blue Dragon was wasn't bad either. It was okay. Uh, the one that I just actually started playing was Tales of Vesperia, which mm, came out for never the, even heard of it. It's came out for the Xbox 360. It's, <laughs> uh, it's 3D. You run around. You get a oh. character. It's got like character. It's like a very very traditional. Reminds me of. Uh, that game Quest, like Quest sixty four, where you oh, run around and fight. Oh, that game was shit. It reminds me of that <laughs> in the sense. That, well, it reminds me of that in the sense that you can run around and do stuff. But it reminds me more of uh, Grandia or Grandia two, like mm. any of those kind of games, and also um, uh, the old type of RPG. You have a character, you level them up, you get them weapons, you give them armor, uh, potions, things like that. Different characters with different class types, different things that they can do. Uh, you can interchange between characters, like in the middle of a battle, which is cool. Yeah, uh, things like that. So, like that's one that I recently played. That I thought, oh, this is fun. But same thing, like no one's ever heard of it. And I actually just picked up you somewhere because it was really cheap, and I was like, oh, check this out. And I did like it. Like you got to a point where, like, oh, it's really moving. It's really kind of neat. 
Um, so like what's cool about this company is they they do offer like translations. They do offer um, like a service of like uh, trying to gain new members, gain new viewership on these titles. And some of them are really good. Like uh, a couple ones that are were missed were like the ones like the uh, uh, what's it called like the the Dark Seed series. There's a uh, the Valhalla Knight series. There's that's a good one. Uh, there was like the the Secrets of Mana series. That oh a lot yeah, of yeah. Forgot about. Um, and then there's one that I'm losing right now, and I'll po- I'll probably post it later. Like I'll give you the the link to it. But it was one that came out, and they actually made uh, Disgaea. That's the one. Disgaea is one that came out, and it was like you were kind of like the dark prince of the underworld, and like you had been dead or asleep for many years, hmm. and you finally get woken up. And so it's like a it's a very kind of game where you traditional RPG. You have motions that you can move, like kind of like Final Fantasy Tactics, where you have so many moves. You have an attack. Oh, okay. But then what you was cool about it is as you destroy different monsters, you could create like your own class. Like you could create your own monsters. So you could have like a zombie wizard. Oh, okay. You could have like things like that, and you can kind of take parts from them and make your own. And then of course there was like main characters too that you could play, and they have the the, the penguin characters that are fun. Like they they even made a game just on that. Game. Oh yeah, that's right. The thousand penguins or whatever they're called. So that like these are titles that we've never really heard of because they're they're very popular over there, and they just don't get a lot of hype over here. But they are still a lot of fun. Like they still are yeah. a lot of like really involved. The storylines are like amazing on some of these titles. I mean, that's what to me really was blew me away was Final Fantasy VII to me showed me like this is how you could tell story with game because like when Ares and all these other yeah. things happen, you were really like wow, like I never expected. Yeah, you didn't like, see it coming. There was yeah. a lot of twists and turns in it. I mean, it was very well developed, you know, storylines, and uh, it's really weird to say that with a game. I mean, sometimes you play a game and the storyline was just meh, like yeah, it's, it's, like, it's forgettable. Right. It's like okay, this guy, this guy, uh, this guy did this guy. He has a problem with that guy, and then okay. It's resolved, but you know, and uh, but sometimes that makes up for uh, the storylines. Really, but the gameplay is just fantastic. Yeah, it's you true. Know? Yeah. So I mean, there's uh, plus and minuses with all that kind of you know stuff. But yeah, that's uh, that's a big thing I've noticed. I haven't seen a very good RPG, uh, even for the new consoles right now, in a long time. Yeah, the last story is one that came out for the Wii. Uh, they didn't really advertise it a lot, and I don't know if it even came out statewide yet. But if you can have a chance, look it up. The music sounds great. The artwork that they're showing for it—it's a 3D game, but it's like the, the character classes and things like that. It definitely reminds me of like a Final Fantasy kind of story, um, and like the ho- the hero coming of age and all this stuff. And it, I'm not sure if it's out for the Wii U, but definitely came out for Wii. Like the well, they're backwards system. compatible, so you're able to play your old so Wii games on your like Wii U. That's like the one so. like that's, that was like their last Wii title, I think. Probably, out, yeah. So. But definitely check it out if you can. Read reviews. It's I heard it got a lot of good write up about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to check because I've been looking for a brand new um, RPG to play. So. Uh, so I guess uh, in closing, uh, let's see. I guess uh, you know, uh, good job on the uh, you know we were 15 episodes. If this was a uh, FX series, we'd be already into our second season, I guess. Oh. Uh, so I hope everybody is looking forward to 2013. We're looking for a lot of new games coming out. Hopefully, a lot of new gaming news uh, to be told. Uh, next E3 is up in March, so we'll definitely have a you know a bitch load of cover for coverage for that. Uh, you know, just keep on doing what we're doing. Uh, if you guys like it, you know, hit us up. Send us some email. We'll give you some shout-outs. You know, recommend some games. If there's any games that you're playing or is there any games you want us to play that you want us to review to talk also, about. Or even let's go even further back. If you're in the arcades still and you go to arcades, what games are out there? Like, what games do you like playing? Yeah, what do you... 
Like, what are you what are you spending your quarters on? Like, exactly anything game related, just let us know. Drop us a line. Any topics you'd like to hear more about on the show? Like, we'd love to hear from you guys and find out like what are your your like big topics and maybe things that we're missing on or things that you'd like to hear more of at, out of this network. We want this to be a network for gamers by gamers. We don't just want it to be like two bros hanging out in a room talking about stuff and playing Shh, games all the it's time. A studio. I'm sorry, it is a studio room, but it's a room though. It's got four walls, soundproof. Sasquatch, speaker, board, mics. It's a room, though. In space. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so in closing, uh, you can go check us out at www.arcade underscore, oh no, dash bros right. dot com. Uh, our Twitter handle is at arcade underscore bros. Uh, go ahead, follow us on Twitter. Go with us and uh, if you want to game with us, I'm on the Xbox, I'm on the PlayStation, I'm on the Wii. Uh, my Xbox and Wii name is School Days, S-K-O-O-L-D-A-Z-E-069. My PlayStation is exactly the same except no zero, just six nine at the end of it. Uh, you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Stephen Mooney Jr. Uh, Kyle? Uh, on Xbox Live, I'm Broken Robo with zeros instead of O's on the end. And then uh, on Twitter, I'm Doggy Kyle. And of course, if you want to email us at the network, it's arcadebros.com. And it's also on our website. And we also have <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so check us out on uh, at arcade-bros.com. Leave messages, contact us. We have Twitter, all that fun stuff. And, of course, we're now part of the network. And we're recorded at. We're re- we record at the you know Socially Awkward Studios. And uh, don't forget to check us all out on the uh, Fern Network uh, radio site uh, with all the other great shows that are on the network. So until next time, kitties, keep on gaming. And remember, friends don't let friends drive with red turtle shells.